This is Curious Podcast with your host, Liz Reyes.
right, so we were talking about before we got on air. We were talking about how your your partner was not aware of certain things when it came to kind of diversity or yeah. Asians on television and things like that. Um, and you were going in a direction, and I cut you off because I was like, "Wait, let me record." Do you remember <laughs> where you were going? Yes. Okay. Uh, so w- when you are brought up in suburban neighborhood that is predominantly white you're not going to be exposed to much diversity right and then uh you know when then you start hanging out with people of color Mm -hmm. otherwise known as poc yeah um you know you're not only are you exposed to their culture and you know what uh what they what they're interested in, how how their culture has actually impacted yours, but also the negative, you know what uh, what we go through and what affects us and how it affects our decision making, as opposed to how someone else would make decisions. Right. Um, a, a lot of um, casting notices. I, I'm I'm still doing the acting thing. Cool. And uh, I, I get the regular cast notices in my email, and it's pretty general. It's just, hey, choose a female of this age range, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'll just go for any ethnicity. But mm-hmm. all the cast notices, well, not all, I shouldn't say all, but a lot of them will ask for a, a, a Caucasian female. Mm. She must be at least 5'7", or she's wow. got to be a bombshell. She's got to be gorgeous right. looking. I don't want to call myself gorgeous looking. One, I'm definitely not that tall. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm not going to be Caucasian because I understand, while I understand that they want to tell a certain story, mm-hmm. I have very great suspicion that had they put out a cast notice for any ethnicity for that same character, their story would still be told. Right. But, I mean, that's just me being a bitter actor not getting cast. No, I don't think so. And I think that that's a, that's a funny kind of way to take it. Um, and some people might say that that's exactly what it is because they're mean people. Um, but that's not. You know, I think that, you know, this comes up a lot where seeing oneself on television, seeing um, someone that looks like you or looks like us, you know, on TV is... I think empowering, especially for children growing up watching television, like, um, you know, you have shows like, well, this isn't for children, but as an adult, watch, mm-hmm. I used to watch uh, Sex and the City, for example, mm-hmm. um, but I also watched Girlfriends, which was like the black <laughs> Sex and the City, right? Um, Living Single, well, before Sex and the City, all these kinds of shows that like had similar topics discussed, but by different Gen, uh, def- not, not different races not different genders, different races and um, the story was told you know what I mean, like it wasn't necessarily like drastically different or anything like really culturally specific in any number of those stories except for the fact that they were of a different color so I agree with you that the story can be told regardless of the race, but people could put those um put those out requesting people to look a certain way because they think that that's what people want to see and that that's what's going to be supported but i don't think that's real it's, it's not, not real it's not based in reality 
if we if we're talking about childhood characters mm -hmm. being being Vietnamese, uh, I didn't grow up in a like a very Vietnamese neighborhood or a mm -hmm. very white, white neighborhood. I actually grew up in a, an incredibly diverse neighborhood where uh, there was just kids of every color in my school, mm -hmm. and I was very lucky to to have that. But growing up, watching um, Power Rangers, for example. Yeah. Which is not the greatest example. <laughs> but it had a diverse but cast. But it had a diverse cast. They had the Vietnamese girl playing the, the yellow, yellow ranger. ranger. Oh, I see that. The Wait. black guy was playing the black. Okay, oh, so. See, I was. Thinking, I didn't pick that up as a clown. I didn't quite pick that up either. And I'm glad I didn't quite pick that up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, seeing the credits and oh, seeing the, her the, last the name. Pink ranger. <laughs> Pink girly, right, pink girl. right. Um, <clears throat> but seeing the credits and seeing her last name, uh, and I would just be like, "Mom, Dad, is that a Vietnamese last name?" Like, "Yeah, that's a Vietnamese girl." Oh. And I was excited to watch Power Rangers. Yeah. Watching on PBS Ghost Rider. <gasps> we used to love Ghost Rider. I didn't love Ghost Rider. Right? Not anywhere. <laughs> but also, you know, living in New York with friends of all the colors, yep. and there was again a Vietnamese girl. Uh, in the in the cast yeah and uh, it, it was great to be able to relate to her and and uh, see that she someone like me exists and it's you know it's I think that's pretty much all I had <laughs> and then you then you grow up watching other things like like Save by the Bell with your token black girl or, or um, I can't think of other oh well I mean I grew up also really heavy hitters like um, Fresh Prince and, and Family Matters. Oh my god, yes, me too. Where they really like got the good issues. Yeah, they discussed really <laughs> um, tough topics and things that were relevant to all families, which I think was really important because it wasn't, again, it wasn't about, although they did touch on race topics. Oh, they definitely right? did. But, but it wasn't, I don't think the majority was about that. No. And even if it was, even if a good number of their episodes had to do with that, there were people that were like hungry for that. You know, we were watching them like, yeah, we've seen that in our communities, you know, having friends from all different backgrounds and being from different backgrounds. It's exciting. Yeah. And with, with Fresh Off the Boat right now, um, I mean, it's, it's gaining success and mm -hmm. I'm very happy for mm -hmm. that because, I mean, these... Randall Park is amazing. Yes, yeah. he's a talented, talented, talented man, and and Constance Wu, I she's been a vocal person uh, for Asians and, and people of color in general. Now that she's gotten so much attention from the show, good. She's letting it all out there, which is great. And, That's awesome. And other other shows like uh, Agents of Shield, Ming Na Wen. Mm -hmm. She's also she's just as vocal as Constance Constance Wu. That's awesome about about this this whole representation in media which yeah. is important yeah as a kid i went to the toy store and i reached for a blonde doll my mom got next to me i was like mommy look oh yeah. this doll she goes now this doll came in three mm -hmm. types yeah a blonde a brunette and a brown girl uh -huh. so my mom she's like how about and she picks up the doll with the brunette hair yeah. she says, how about you get this one uh -huh. because it looks like you right <laughs> and I was actually a little disappointed oh no because like, you wanted, don't see yeah I wanted the blonde girl that's mm -hmm. what I originally picked up that was my original choice right but my mom was so convincing I reluctantly took the doll yeah 
And, uh, I mean, I played with her. Of course. And then, you know, then I realized, you know, yeah, she does kind of look like me. Except for the fact that, you know, when I lie down, my eyes don't automatically <laughs> shut. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, and my hair wasn't as curly as hers. Mm-hmm. But it was nice. I'm glad that my mom did that. Yeah. I mean, because... Yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was like the one toy that I had of all my other dolls mm-hmm. that looked like me. Yeah. Otherwise, you just look like blonde Barbie. Barbie, yeah, everything was Barbie. Um, I remember being a kid and my mom got me like a baby doll for Christmas or something, and it was brown. And I remember being very surprised, like, <laughs> why did she get me a brown baby? I was like, I'm not brown. Like I like didn't. <laughs> like get it, you know what I mean? Like I was like, my she's white, my mom's white, my sister's white, like. Everybody's white. And I'm like, why do I have a brown baby? And then, you know, I thought about it. I'm like, oh, I guess it does look like me. Like, <laughs> it really takes time to recognize these things because you're constantly being pushed this one ideal, right, of what the person should look like that you almost, I don't know, as a child, you kind of forget what you look like. I've seen that actually come up in things that I've read. Um I feel like it was something my Aunt Angela may have written or something, and it was basically like the you know taking pictures. Maybe it was a movie, but the the young girl was black. Oh, I know exactly what it was. It was no, you don't, because you can't remember it right. I now. do. I can see the cover right in my. <laughs> was it Alice Walker? Oh, it's from a novel, but anyway. So the young girl in the story is like. She's black. She's raised with a white family. Her mom works for the family. So she's treated just like any of the other kids and doesn't think anything of it, whatever. And then at some point, someone's taking a portrait of them, a picture of them, and, and she sees the picture. And she's like, which one am I? And is like, oh, is that me? And her mom's like, no, you're the, you're the brown one. Like, <laughs> how do you not know? You know what I mean? Like, But I feel like that's kind of how sometimes children see themselves they don't see themselves for who they what they look like but rather what they see mm. which is why i think it's so important to have that kind of um image for kids to grow up with and for i'm sorry i want to see people that look like me on tv not because it's like an ego thing because that's what it sounds like when i say that that's what i thought too as a when i was younger thinking oh i just want to see me on the screen right no i it. want to relate to someone yes. on the screen i want to Otherwise, if you're, let's say you and I start a conversation about yachts. Yep. I'd have nothing to share about that. This is our conversation about yachts. <laughs> I don't have one. Yep. That's the conversation. This, this is it. This is it. I don't think it's I've the been same. on, maybe. It's the know. same. Well, yeah. I mean, I wish I did. Right. But I don't. Right. I don't have a conversation about yachts. Can't have one. I'm sorry to assume that you've never been on a yacht. <laughs> I don't mean, it's fine. I have never I don't mean to make you seem super poor. Oh, super poor. <laughs> it's fine. I am proud and poor. It's fine. <laughs> but, you know, it's, a, it's the same idea. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to, to relate. And people want to relate. Because otherwise you're alone. Yeah. And you're on, you're, on, you're on your own little island. Yeah. I've seen, I was watching The View. Actually, a clip of The View. Because I, I have since disconnected from that show. But... Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it took a while. I was really like de- like committed uh, follower for many years. Wow. Yeah, I would watch every every episode. Got over that. Anyway, um, there was an episode where Leslie Jones was on, and she was talking about Ghostbusters, obviously, that had just come out, and then she was talking about how when she first saw um, 
when she first saw Whoopi Goldberg on television, her life changed. You know, she saw this woman who was doing this amazing work and she was so moved and so proud and she was motivated to pursue a career in entertaining because she saw someone that looked like her on television. And I'm like watching this clip, like about to break down in tears. Like that's so sweet, you know? Um, but that's, it's so true. It's so powerful what representation can do. Yeah. Especially for a young age. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, younger, I wanted my hair curlier. Mm. I, I wanted people to not assume that I spoke Cantonese. Right. You know, I didn't want people to assume where I'm from. Right. But now, today, I couldn't be prouder being being Asian and being mm. Vietnamese, partially because of just seeing so many people who really do care mm-hmm. about getting, you know, more more faces up on the big screen on television. Yeah. And um, you know, when we point out how many white people are on the cast of SNL, yeah. <laughs> it instead of um, being upset about it, which I mean, you rightfully should because that's the only way that it'll drive you to do something about it. Yeah. But seeing, you know, I don't know if you know, most recently they got their first Latina. They did. Yes. Yes, I saw. And it's like, it's heartwarming that this is happening. Mm -hmm. And it's not too late for these things. People are, somebody might say, oh, well, it took them long enough. 41 years, you know? Fine. Yeah. If it took them 41 years, then it took them, at at least it's happening. Let's be happy that it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because we watch shows with all white casts and no one questions it or rarely do we even question it right even people of color will watch the shows and support them because that's what's on tv and then you start to see diversity in other shows you you start to see um television networks starting up that are almost exclusively for other for people of color and it's and you wonder why why is that necessary well because if we did let's say for example next year's uh cast of snl was like all minorities but one person that was white that would that would be called in living color (laughs) (laughs) and you know what i actually heard someone recently say and i don't know if this was actually this might have been one of the actors from the show who was like this is the perfect time to bring back in living color because all of this commentary that could be had especially with a cult like a culturally diverse um cast but people, I find, will find a way to not support that. Like, if SNL genuinely did that, I don't think that they would have the numbers that they have now because people would be like, oh, they're just changing it because of all this race talk and they're doing all of it. You know what I mean? Nobody likes change. It's crazy. Nobody likes change. It's the default. Much like if you go and buy pantyhose, the color nude. What is the color nude? Right. The nude is like this very fair skin. Mm-hmm color right if you're nude that's not your nude nope <laughs> my legs look ghostly white other those... people's nudes right are darker right that's not their nude right but it's someone else's nude it's whoever initially created it's the right. default and 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 we can't we can't change it too fast because people right. will panic <laughs> they would just throw their tvs out the window like... but then again <laughs> If you stick with it and suffer the negative commentary, right. 
if you care enough to do that. People will forget. Yeah. Do you remember when Facebook first came out? Mm Mm-hmm. And then the layout changed for oh the first God. time. Oh my God, they lost their minds. Yeah. Everyone lost their minds. Yeah, and like then, they were paying for it or something. And then they stopped. And then more changes happened. And then all the posts say, I can't deal with this. Right. Why is this layout <laughs> like this now? Why so is this funny. feature on here? We don't need this. Right, you're like, because you don't want to have to click each and every one of your friends' profiles to see what's happening in their life. You can just see it coming. And now people don't complain anymore. Mm-hmm. Sit and, and in recent times, Facebook has changed several things. Mm-hmm. Now no one gives a crap. Nope. <laughs> because Quiet. used to the change. Right. Which is great. Interesting. Just shut up. Interesting. <laughs> Make the change. S- just stick with it. Fight through the backlash. Right. And then it'll just, people will just forget. Yeah. We'll just move on with their lives. It's true. Because this is what we do. Yep. <laughs> we move on. Yep. We, we continue. And with, adjust and yeah. grow. <laughs> Evolve. So, so simple. <laughs> it is so simple. It is. It's not. It's, I mean, I, I try yeah. on, at least on social media, to address things and bring 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 things to people's attention relevant stuff mm-hmm. not memes i don't share memes mm-hmm. but relevant things that that could possibly make a difference in someone's thought process and yeah. opinion the problem to that and the same reason that i don't like talking politics with people is because i'd be preaching to the choir mm-hmm. everyone that i associate with is already either very understanding or goes through it themselves Mm -hmm. so i would need to reach out to a wider audience an audience that may or may not be familiar with me all the time Mm -hmm. which is why you know now seeing seeing celebrities use their star status to bring attention to to issues Mm -hmm. it's it's great yeah i've heard i remember reading a lot about this where uh, let's say for example Oh, oh gosh! There's so much to talk about. Well, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, for example, who um, <laughs> he was he was uh, accepting his Oscar, right? And mm-hmm. he had a whole speech about climate change, and people were like, "Why is he up there talking about climate change? He should just what voice is that? He yeah. should just <laughs> that's exactly what he that's sounds what like. That's what the person sounds like. Um, whoever's complaining about it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, he should just accept his award and and move on with his life. Like we don't need, we don't need uh, celebrities to preach at us. Blah, blah blah. And I was like, no, he has a platform, and he's using his platform to educate or inform even just to inform. If people get offended about being educated, to inform people about this thing that's happening in the world that some people don't know about mm-hmm. well you can't do that apparently um jesse williams at the bet awards oh jesse williams used is an that amazing platform character. i want to be his friend so <laughs> bad i just i want to have like a cup of cocoa on my couch with him and just be like tell me everything you know <laughs> and like will never happen yeah you know what never meant hey jesse williams what hit me up yeah man on this podcast you can't have too many friends no it's I mean, only I like f- i feel like you might incredibly intelligent <laughs> talented busy actor who seems really cool so he's just 
it's it's people like him that are so well versed in oh he's so articulate oh I hate the word articulate but you know what I mean yeah in, <laughs> so in expressing themselves yes. they're they're excellent at expressing themselves and expressing what needs to be said to make it clear so that there are no no pockets of confusion mm -hmm. anywhere everything is just laid out that yeah. way there you can't really like, dispute it you can't dispute it because that's this is that you said it is perfect yeah which like, like you you're perfect you're like, <laughs> what he said just like <laughs> yes i i agree i don't know how else to say you yeah. like that <laughs> what you just said exactly what needs to be said but everywhere all the time forever always just yep thank you mm -hmm. um but people don't want to hear that no. And they get offended when you talk about things that make them uncomfortable. And I don't understand that. It's I like love talking about things that make people uncomfortable. I know you do. <laughs> I love it. But here's the, here's the reason why I do that. It's so that people will just get used to it. And, and they'll move on. That's true. I, oh. I will admit that I crack race jokes with my friends. <gasps> Shock and awe. Now... It okay. is wrong to do it to a large group of people. If you're amongst friends <laughs> and both parties understand that it is not out of malice, mm -hmm. then everything is, is okay. Well, because stereotypes <laughs> are stereotypes for a reason. I mean, yes. when someone tells me, oh, well, Dominicans in their socks and sandals, everybody has a hearty laugh because guess what? They do that. <laughs> so do athletes. I don't know what the reason is but it's funny i don't either maybe their feet Whatever. are sweaty but or they don't want to be enclosed in a sneaker right i don't balance i, I understand that completely <laughs> like if your sandals are rubbing up against the bits and giving you blisters what are you gonna do you're gonna put socks on maybe i don't know i applaud that but <laughs> people make jokes about it all the time and i'm like it's funny after a while it gets old but yeah. like it's fine but i mean <laughs> I, I will i will crack jokes and uh, a friend of mine would laugh. It, it would hurt him to laugh. Oh, no. <laughs> but he also said to me, you know, I mean, at least we're addressing it right. in some way or another. Right. And the best way, in my opinion, to address it is through humor. Right. A because, lot of people relate Because these things humor. shouldn't be taken seriously. And, and just making jokes about it just, you know, kind of eases the pain. <laughs> that makes sense. That just makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I would prefer, you know, it's just address it, make a joke out of it, laugh about it, laugh about how stupid it is, and then and then move on. Right. Just uh, as long as your joke acknowledges the opposite of what your joke would mean if you intended it to be mean. Right. Because humor. Because humor. <laughs> well, can I go back one thing? There were there were a couple things that I wanted to say earlier. So one. Um, you said when you were a young girl, you picked up the blonde doll. Well, when I was a young girl, my, I remember this so clearly. My, my mom and I were, were walking down the street. I probably told this story already, so I'm just going to say it again. Uh, we were walking down the street, and, you know, I have curly hair. I have very big hair. She could never deal with it. But we were walking down the street, and I see this picture on a, spe a, a Latin salon, uh, and it was this little white girl with short, like a uh, not pixie, but like a shoulder-length haircut. A little bob. Yeah, a little bob. Very straight, bangs, straight, 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 blonde. And I said, Mom, <laughs> I want to look like her. And my mom said, 
okay. <laughs> she called her sister and she came over and relaxed my hair and cut it off. How old were you? I, nine. Were you happy ten? with the results? No. <laughs> First of all, the sister she called, of all of the people that she could have called, she called the one that does not cut hair. I don't know what this was about. <laughs> uh, and, um, and I have too much hair for a straight across bob. You know, oh, you no. need like... You need to have thin hair. Yeah, you need... Uh, what is it called? When they thin it out? They have like... I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the ones with the little teeth. With the teeth and the the thing. Yeah, yeah, You got to do that. You got to cut layers. You got to do a whole bunch of shit to it. You can't just like cut across and be like, that's straight enough. Because that's what she did. Oh, and then it just fanned out like a helmet. It was not pretty. (laughs) Luckily, it wasn't like a selfie era. You know what I mean? It wasn't like there were a lot of pictures being taken. Is there a photo? I just mentally remember it so well. There's no photo? Not that I know of. Oh. No. I'm disappointed. Yeah. That's okay. I'm so grateful. Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, that was my, like, moment of, like, wanting to be white when I was, uh, nine or so. And tell me, so you said, um, when people put out the calls, what is it called? Casting calls. Casting calls. Mm-hmm. They put out the casting calls. They usually say like what kind of person they want. There's a movie, and you mentioned this in one of your very funny uh, posts, and you were talking about what's his face, Jason Bourne. Oh, what's his face? Matt Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Damon playing saving the... saving China. Saving, saving all of China. China. <laughs> yeah. All of it. Being the white savior. Oh my God, that sounds awful. Um. Do you know, was that story made, was it supposed to be that way, where there is this white savior, or was it supposed to be an Asian character? Yeah, no, it's, it's Matt Damon. Oh, it's supposed to, but it's supposed to be a white person. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I So see. the original story, it's supposed to, it's supposed to be like loosely, I mean, there are dragons. Oh. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> there are dragons, just to set the tone. If you, if you want to time travel, you know, there, there were white soldiers that were in in that area Mm. and uh and they end up staying there and adapting the culture and the language and helping with with the chinese okay so i mean it's not too far-fetched however (laughs) however there's really no need to make it seem like this i'll say it white savior is is the only person and the one person to be the hero to save an entire population of Chinese people. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> I I can't recall where I read it, uh, but <laughs> I'm sorry. <Go> ahead. <laughs> I can't recall, but uh, they they do they do mention that you know again white white soldiers would would be in China and, and would adapt the culture mm-hmm. and would kind of join forces and like, all right, yeah, we've got, we got this army of Chinese people and a couple of sprinkles of white. Yeah. Everybody needs a then, sprinkle. And then we're all going to help together. Yeah. Fight stuff. Oh my God. Which is fine. But, you know, but to I mean, save the country. Have I seen the movie? No. So that makes me a dick for <laughs> judging it without judging it so hard. Right. But well, the premise is very clear. But advertising it as Matt Damon being the the hero 
is is what struck a lot of nerves Mm -hmm. lots of nerves lots of nerves it's funny and i was chuckling to myself as you were thinking because i just imagined like this and i i think of other this is weird but i think of like other countries movies as like an alternate universe because i never see them you know like i just think what if in china they make a movie (laughs) where the main guy is like saving the united states and he's this chinese dude they probably do. They probably do. They this probably is why do. I'm like so ignorant. <laughs> but I'm like, maybe they do. And we're over here being like mean to they <laughs> They're like doing do. the same shit. Um, no, actually, I, uh, really I believe that, that, you know, they're very proud of their own countries. Right. So they're just making films in their own countries. Right. Uh, I have spent two years in a row now volunteering to work at the, uh, to work uh, the Asian American International Film Festival. Yes. I now, guess I saw that. I've been, you know, whenever it comes around for two years, I would just post up, everybody's get tickets, come see these films. And it's not just because, you know, we, we want people to just see movies that maybe they don't care about. Or just, just come buy a ticket. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, just that's money. Not, that's not the case. Right. I volunteered originally because I was looking for a, a, an organization that wanted to do what I wanted to do. And this and AFE brings out filmmake Asian filmmakers, Asian films from abroad and locally. And they bring it and they 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 choose excellent films and and you know it's displayed and, and exhibited and people get tickets but you know, they do try and make sure that they cover as many bases as possible. This past year, um, I was on the viewing committee, so I got to see a lot of films. That's cool. Um, and, you know, the international ones particularly, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna focus on their own country. I'm right. Japanese films and, 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 and Chinese films and films But that's cool because it gives us those perspectives. We, how many people get to travel to those countries? If you get to see a film that's you filmed don't. there, you're like, you oh, I get to see what that life is like over there, you know? I mean, I mean, I fell in love with so many. Like, I fell in love with this one Bengali film about mm. this woman who was a theater actor over there. Mm. And uh, um, it was called Under Construction. And I, I like, praised... The, the, after I watched it, I praised it so much. And I begged them, like, God, you need to put this <laughs> oh. in the lineup. You have to, please. <laughs> Among others, you know, there was... Uh, the, this, the festival, I, I was so proud... And I still am to to still be associated with them, but they they put on the silver screen what other people don't or won't. Right. And it's it's a chance to see films from other countries. It's a mm-hmm. chance to see films from another perspective. It's it's the same reason why people will go see indie films, right? Right, but these indie films are usually of the Caucasian brand, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is true. Um, but the festival, um, you know, it, it's it's going to be forty years strong next wow. year. Wow, that's and, awesome. And. I'm thinking it's like a newborn, you know, like it's in it's oh. been a couple of years. No. That's the thing. When I found when I when I stumbled upon it two years ago, I hadn't heard about you it. You sure you didn't like 
find it like it was <laughs> like you and Christopher Columbus that shit no <laughs> I, I came across it and it was already 38 uh, years in back. I was like where was this been all my how life how come I haven't heard about it right because like, I, I wasn't like exposed to it right I've, I've been looking in all the wrong places mm-hmm. and I go and seek out Asian films or film festivals I seek I seek it out mm-hmm. and then I found it mm-hmm. That's um, but you know other people who are saying to themselves are probably just sitting in the living room thinking, it'd be nice to see international film one day. Oh, well. Oh, well, <laughs> if it's not on Netflix, then <laughs> tough. Although Netflix is bringing a lot of foreign films yeah. and, and, and foreign... There's like a whole Latino category on Hulu. I l- oh, oh, I literally haven't watched anything but Crazy Ex-Girlfriend <laughs> for like the past two weeks. And before then, I wasn't watching anything, so I'm disconnected from that. the world. I would watch that, but I don't they're know like how Filipino I people. I heard. I was like very excited. I was like, "Look at that!" That's I was very different. excited for that. <laughs> I just don't know how I can handle the singing. Oh, you're not a musical person. It's a, it's a lot of. Sing- I mean, it's <gasps> it's not the majority of it. I know it's not. So, but yeah. e- even as like even as a kid and watching sitcoms where people will sing and they'll do it badly on purpose, uh, it just makes me cringe and curl up inside uh, and just. Uh, it's, uh, no, I don't like it. Even if I'm singing a really good thing, because I've heard one. I've heard her. Uh, oh God, on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, her 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 getting ready for getting. Oh, ready sexy song. getting ready. Sexy getting ready song. <laughs> it was so sexy ridiculous. Getting ready. She has a lovely voice. She does, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just watching this and I'm just thinking, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I'm not in love with it. I don't hate it. Right. But I'm not in love with it. Yeah. Well, most of them sound like they are musical theater people. Like oh, they've been doing sure. this like their whole lives, which is really cool. Some sure. not so much, but but anyway. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. How do we get on that topic? I don't even know. We started talking know. about TV that we love, and then I wanted to. And I, I thought in my head I wanted to talk about the the show Selfie that got canceled. I don't know if you heard about it. Oh yeah. So here's the thing that came out, and I saw the first episode. Maybe Which a couple. Great. It mm-hmm. wasn't great. Um. And what's his name? Juncho. Yeah, Juncho. So by the way, everyone apparently. By this point in the podcast, people will understand that I don't know anyone's name. And I go, what's his name? What's his face? That person from that thing? And we all figure it out. John so, John Cho, who was, <laughs> I saw that, um, art, was in an article where they like put him in yeah. all these different movie posters or something? Starring John Cho. Starring John Cho. What was that? A Tumblr? It, I don't know what it, what it was originally. But I just know that they photoshopped his face to be the main <laughs> character in all major films. Oh and it was gosh. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and then another movement starring Constance Wu, they did the same thing oh. and put her into starring roles as well. That's cool. He's so wonderful. He's, I, I love him. Yeah. He's a, he knows how to carry comedy. Mm-hmm. But he's, um, and he's had excellent interviews where he addresses race in such an intelligent manner mm-hmm. I'm just so proud oh I'm so you're like proud. let's be friends I just want to be friends <laughs> with all of them yeah <laughs> well so that so selfie I saw the first couple episodes I guess mm. maybe maybe a little more than that even and I just I know that the main character was gonna have an arc and she would eventually turn her life around in some way that this vanity would would change 
Um, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. No. I think that was probably. Was she too um, annoying for you? She was too, for lack of a better term, basic white. Yeah. For me, too, uh, spiced, pumpkin latte, uh, wearing <laughs> tights, hair in a knot. Yeah. Basic for me. I couldn't. I couldn't enjoy her. Um, and so, therefore, I couldn't, like, really enjoy the rest of the show. And I know that that was the point of her, but I feel like, again, they weren't talking to me. That show was, like, not for me, I felt. I, it wasn't talking to me until John Cho <laughs> spoke <was> there. <laughs> I was like... He was there yeah. right away. <laughs> I said, yeah, this is a show for me. Yeah. I don't relate to her at all. Mm-hmm. I don't relate really to him at much, but just the fact that he was a, a leading male yeah. in the show was mm-hmm. very exciting. Yeah. And I watched it out of support. He's one of the few that gets, yeah, <laughs> that gets uh, jobs. Yeah. One of the very few. I feel like someone else just popped into my head, but I can't think of who that was. No, it might have been him. Was he on Star Trek? Yeah. Oh, then it was him. Yeah. That's sad. Wow. He's the one. He's the, yeah. There were, hey, in the, hey, in the <laughs> 90s, there was like a couple. City High had an Asian guy. Remember that guy? No. Yeah. Did they? He was like a short Asian guy who like, had like very urban only remember the one white and the one black guy. Yeah, there was an Asian guy. Okay. He was like the third. Oh, but he wasn't really the third because it was just the two. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, but oh. that guy got work for a little while, but I haven't seen him in a long time. Anyway. But Me this is guy. sad. This is the problem is that we can't even... And mind you, we've named two men. Yeah. And well, you, you named one woman who I... Well, I two. Constance oh, two. and Ming-Na Wen. And I must also mention Ali Wong, who writes for Fresh Off the Boat. Have you seen her stand-up on Netflix? She had me dying. <laughs> it was so funny. So my girlfriends and I had like a little girl girls date at um, at one of my friends' houses. And so we're watching her stand-up, and she's pregnant, and she's hilarious, and she's like, this is how you get him. She's like, you cook for him. Oh, you forgot your lunch. You make... She's like, you think I want to cook for him? No, that's how you get him. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she's so funny. And, and she's funny because part of it has to be a little bit true, right? There's like some truth in all of the, her jokes. Like, most of them sound so crazy and outlandish that obviously they're not like literal completely but there's some truth to it and so i think that there's a little bit of that like especially when she talks about like her mother and stuff like that where i'm like yeah my mom probably would have been like yeah you cook for him you make sure that everything's clean you know you gotta take out his clothes like that's her old school mentality i'm totally yeah. not like that but i will be i i find myself being very cognizant of like did you eat today <laughs> do you know what i mean but it's not to keep him although i guess that is because I mean, we take care of each nurturing- other uh, you're well, just yes. a nurturing person. I am, yes. And, um, yes that's true. If you're nurturing in general, you just want to make sure that they eat and that's drink. True. and But they stay alive. Yeah. Exactly. But her, but her stand, to go back to that, her stand-up, it, it had me <laughs> dying the whole time. The whole time. I was like... I thought it was great. Pains on my side, just it. laughing. It was great. I love all of it. Yeah. But my... <laughs> I mean, good for her that she, you know, got... Got her special on Netflix and continues to write for Fresh Off the yeah. and get that all that success. Yeah, and you know, I I do hope that this ex, this expands. This just moves, continues to grow. Continues to grow, and maybe maybe I will end up somewhere and maybe be the first Asian on SNL because they still haven't had an Asian yet. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny you say that because as I was 
celebrating uh, <laughs> for the new cast member, who I really should know her name. I'm so sorry. I'm such a bad uh, prep at this. But I thought to myself, oh, but I have never seen someone who's Asian on it. I mean, I'm sure there was like a celebrity of some kind that has been on who was Asian, like hosting? I don't know. And I don't. No, you don't. No. No. I don't think. Wait, what? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Well, I haven't been watching the whole 41 years, so I'm not going to yeah. assume there hasn't been one or two. We can say that Net, but we can... Net TV did. Yes, I remember that. They had the they had two, a man and a woman? No. Did they have more? Alex Borstein is not Asian, but she plays Asian a lot. Oh, what is she? I don't know. <laughs> She's the one that played the old lady? She plays a lot of things. Oh, okay. Well, like but back then. Bobby Lee. Who's uh, the, okay. one of the characters? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a special. There's there's a there's a bit where John Cho was on, and does this like ten minute sketch with Bobby Lee, which is fantastic. Is it on YouTube or something? It probably is on the YouTube. It's very old. It's very old. But it's I okay. just it'll don't... date itself with all of the references. I'm sure. But I know. I'll there, still watch it. You know, fingers crossed that SNL catches up with uh, with a show that's already been canceled. <laughs> right and I mean and I that that kind of I guess makes me worry right because they're like will they lose support because they've um what's the word oh I had a segregation word in there oh what's the yeah, anti-segregation oh. integrated because they've integrated sure. oh Sure. <laughs> That's what I'm uh-huh. Like, will they lose support is what I'm saying. You know, Probably. because, I mean, they've lost because then the white uh, audience can't relate now, Wh- mean, which is ridiculous because we're like, we've been relating, trying to relate to these white comedians and <laughs> white shows our whole lives. And we've been okay, but we want to see ourselves just like you want to see They've already ourselves. lost some some fan Leadership. base anyway in the re- recent oh, years, with- ever since like Will Ferrell left. Oh, right. You know? Right. Yeah. You get the bigger names that leave, and then mm-hmm. you're left with like a majority of newbies. Yeah, all at once. Yeah, because people like me who don't feel like watching anymore. Right, I just right. don't. I didn't grow up with them. Yeah, and and it's whatever. It's yeah. fine. I didn't watch it as a kid, so I, as an adult, came into maybe I would say like four years ago. Oh. Yeah, so it hasn't been very long. Um, so for me, I'm kind of like growing now with it, you know, and kind of learning the the cast members and things like that. I hope this season kicks ass. I hope this girl like rocks it. Right. And they learn that it's a good thing. Hopefully. We'll see. I cross my fingers for them. You know, oh. Acting isn't, uh, acting for the, for the POCs are not POCs. easy. <laughs> Actually was, uh, I had intended on creating a list because I get casting notices so often. I wanted to like just pinpoint all the misogynist mm. and the, all the racist mm-hmm. ones. Well, didn't they like flip out about Hamilton requesting like people of color for their? They yeah. were like a diverse. I forget yeah, what, what, what what words they use. What what I terms? I don't remember either. But I remember that. but everyone was out of their mind, mad because oh, it's a racist um, rec- uh, casting notice, and you're yeah. like, wait, but all of the other ones always ask for white people with blonde hair. But then a week later, they forgot about it and went went on with their lives, as everyone else. <laughs> as usual I don't bother getting mad at these things because just just do the do what you can and I don't no reason to get mad 
if it's not going to fix, help anything. Mm-hmm. You can get mad internally. Like, I, I'll, get, I'll get mad internally, mm-hmm. but then that'll just drive me to write more yeah. and, and go on auditions yeah. more. And that's all that I really want to do. That's your, pow- that's, that's your superpower, you that's know? That's my superpower. We each have to find our superpower. And this is something that I'm learning over the course of this podcast is that we, we aren't all going to be able to change the world by um, marching and by doing all of these things. But we all have our strengths. And whatever those strengths are is what we need to use. Um, like celebrities have a platform. If they're using it for good, not evil, then great. You know, um, And we don't have that kind of platform, but we have little things that we can do. Absolutely. You've got your platform. You've got your writing. You've got this. And you're doing something with it. I'm trying. As you. Me, I've got some other writing. Mm -hmm. I've got another sketch comedy group. And then I also do auditions. So I've got my thing. Combined, Mm -hmm. we're two people that are doing something. Right. And if we add other people, we're all doing something. And at some point, hopefully, there would be some change. That's the goal. Yeah. And if, if not... Even just a minor change. Something. Just get up and do something. Yeah. <laughs> something. Anything. Don't, don't sit in front of Facebook and complain. Nope. Don't fight the trolls either. They are exhausting. <laughs> Let me tell you. Trolls I sometimes get anything. Oh, I, yeah. I sometimes get caught up and I'm like, oh, I need to tell you something. And then I'm like, no, no. No. Just go, Liz. Just go. Just get off. Get off this. I, I have a friend who who feeds off of trolls. <laughs> Wait, wait, how? He he loves finding or just coming across trolls and will troll them right back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they have no idea and they're just going and he's laughing and they're just I mean getting it, more angry and I yeah. ke- I see the thread mm-hmm. of conversation and it's just like chunk of paragraph after chunk of paragraph. Like oh one God. chunk attacking the next chunk right. and then it's just And I say to him, Why why? You're not <laughs> why? What why you're you not, stoop to their level? I mean, you're not really going to change his mind. Judging from this conversation, he's very adamant mm-hmm. on, on his stance. Right. And you're clearly very adamant on yours. Right. And, and I understand. He just needs to make his point in the hope that said troll will, will read his words and, and understand the words and maybe take in the words. <laughs> the words. Powerful. And maybe regurgitate them in some way in his life one day in the future. Sometimes it's just a seed they need and in the I, back of their head. I'm pretty sure that's what that's what my buddy does. Mm-hmm. He just wants to like say, put it in text, put it out on the internet. It's there. And even if that troll reads it and doesn't actually like come away with anything, some other troll's probably gonna read it and be all huffity puffity about it, and then be like, oh wait, maybe there's some truth to that. But like not all of it, and and that will be the seed. He makes he may, I guess he makes a good point. But like not maybe. Him. But I'm not gonna say it out loud. Right, and I won't type it to them. <laughs> oh my god, this has been fun. This has been fun. So good talking. I haven't seen about you in this. 25 years. It's amazing. Literally, uh, no. Oh no, we worked together. Remember? <laughs> we did very briefly. That was very brief. I mean, I can't remember how. I feel like we were never even on the same schedule, so I never saw you. You were on the overnight. I was on the overnight, yeah. That's true. Writing. (laughs) You're like, I'll use the overnight to write. It's fine. Okay. Oh my God, yes. I was into um, hosting events at that time, so I was like, 
just making my connections and setting things up and that was fun can i tell you that you are still the only female to do an overnight shift that i that i know of really yeah what yeah that you know of that i know of you are the only female that's crazy because i've i've worked in several hotels Uh uh-huh and and I've, I've met several people in the industry, and you are the only female that I, that I'm aware of that has ever done the overnight shift. <laughs> wow, I know several. I know some very hardworking women that that work overnight. Okay, well then, um, good for but, you guys. But, because but it's amazing. Like I can think of both. with me three. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Counting yourself? Counting myself, maybe three that I know of, and again, I haven't really worked That's in still that much of fantastic. the industry, but. I mean, so from funny. from what I've heard, you know, through, of the of the hiring process, and people are like, you know, we would prefer to have a man on the overnight. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's because awful because you know safety. The, yeah, yeah, we're worried about the safety of of. Uh, we want to make sure that a man is there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I know a lady who take care of herself at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Brooklyn, right? So anyway. Um, I don't know if I should give kudos to you or to the or people to that them. hired you. I don't think they cared. Well, because they had um, they had someone else before me who was a woman. That's one of the three that I can think of oh. that like did it regularly anyway. But you also had a, a, a man working with you on the overnight. He did. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's very true. That might have been the that might have been the reason. Yeah, my second hotel okay. there was no man working overnight with me. Oh wait, was there? Hmm. I'm lying. I may be lying. There, there might have, there might I think always have been a at least a bellman with oh. me. Yeah, mm. that's okay. I think almost, that's okay. At least almost always. That's okay. I still think you should be <laughs> proud to have called yourself work a woman that works on the overnight. Uh, yeah, because I was the only one dealing with the issues. <laughs> they weren't fixing anything that I know of. That I if I if you did, I'm sorry. If you listen to this, they're not gonna listen. To this. <laughs> but anyway, um, thank you. That's that's very sweet. <laughs> You're welcome. Um. I think that's it. I think okay. we've reached the end. Well, I do... Do you want to plug anything? Do I? No. Oh, wait. You know what? No, we have it. I wanted to ask you. So you had a web series? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Secondhand New York? Secondhand New York. Yes. It Is was... it still online? Unfortunately, we stopped making episodes. Yeah. We kind of stopped that season two. Okay. Um, it was between me and two friends from college, Ariel and Patrick. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick is a Dominican man uh-huh. who gets cast as a black guy all the time. Oh, it's just hilarious. That's funny. Patrick is a Filipino oh. man who has trouble getting cast for a main leading yeah. man as, yeah. a, as an Asian male. Yeah. And then there's me, an Asian female. So. Who wants to do comedy. Right. Which is so rare. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just said to ourselves, we're really tired of not being able to find something. Let's do something ourselves. Yeah. And um, the first season was very rocky because I had never written anything like that before. Right. So I started writing what I thought was an episode. But when I started writing, I just wrote pages and pages. And uh, they read and they're like, this is great, but we got to break this up. Mm. We're going to turn this into a web series. Right. Because it's only going to be a couple minutes. Right. <laughs> you're, writing, you're writing network TV here. This oh. is not this is too long. <laughs> Bring it, bring it down a notch. Bring it down. I'm like, all right, well, let's just chop this up, and uh, and I'll moving forward, I will write shorter, shorter scenes. And mm-hmm. I learned to learn through that. Mm-hmm. And then um, we got people to help write, and then we got the guys to also write, and we did two seasons. 
Um, it's the story that has been told time and time again. Pe group of people living together in New York trying to do their own thing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's a very common story. Yep. But it is the cheapest story. That is true. To, <laughs> to produce. You film it in the apartment. Yep. And on the street. Yep. What, what maybe one other bar location and what's their job <laughs> a bar they're they mean they can have an assortment of jobs because right. if they're actors then it's easier that way it's something mm -hmm. that we can write about because we can relate to it that's true i mean listen i know the story is not original but at the time it felt original but listen here's the thing <laughs> not nothing is original you know some some would say nothing is original um uh, I think uh, Shakespeare wrote about everything and then everything else is just <laughs> <laughs> copies and everything changes. in the public domain has been recycled 15 times over. Basically. But it's how we tell the stories and that there are stories because yes, those stories could be, could have been told um, that didn't include how we would tell them and the, the kinds of things that we see and that how we're affected by things that happen in our lives. Yeah. I right? mean, in a way that that series, uh, had the general story that's very common, but each individual episode was definitely something that one of us has experienced mm -hmm. and we had to write it out because it was a funny story. Right. So that's yeah, cool. Secondhand New York is still on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. Um, it took us a while to get them all edited because it's just three of us and we yeah. don't have, we don't have an editing team. Right. We <laughs> staff or anything. We don't have yeah. a crew and staff and everything. Right. So it took us a while. But uh, I mean, I'm I'm still I'm still proud of of, of them and uh, of putting that together. And then since then, I had grown uh, joined another group, who's uh, still in the editing process. Mm. Slap Nuts Comedy. Okay. Which is also a very diverse group. Yeah. <laughs> um, they uh, they're more along the lines of high production sketch comedy. Oh, cool. And uh, I. I I saw some of their works before I went to audition for them, and I, I loved what they were doing, the direction they were going in, and I'm hoping that our editing picks up. Yeah, it's like <laughs> maybe by on. the time this podcast is uh, public. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, I, I I still love them all, yeah. um, and I hope to write more. Yeah, with them. I mean, I've got one script on the back burner nice. right now that uh, I wrote mm -hmm. with the. With a strong female lead and just addressing issues yeah. that need to be poked fun at. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, so funny. I mean, and, and they let me write this crap. <laughs> like, it's, it's great. That's awesome. <laughs> we have an outlet, you yeah. know. I mean, there's that, and I'm also still auditioning. <clears throat> Every time I see the words web series mm. and sketch comedy, yeah, on on backstage or actors access, yeah, I get very excited. Oh, <laughs> and I will apply myself to. A male role, if I have to. You're like, like, what do you mean? I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Just let me read for him. Right. Just change it. Okay, just change it. They can't not take my my application. They'll just see it and get, they'll just get very confused. Right. And like, then, why is this woman applying me? Which is fine. Right. As long as they have my information. Right. And they're like, wait, remember that girl who, who would play a boy? Let's yeah. bring her in. You're like, okay. Because it doesn't have to be a boy. I mean, wasn't Elaine in, on Seinfeld supposed to be 
it was like written for a man, but then last minute they were like, no, we're just gonna put a woman in the role. I don't know about that. Yeah, story. I think that's a thing. That sounds that sounds, sounds mm-hmm. great. Yeah, and I then so it. she that's why she has her the kind of attitude that she has. It's supposed to be a little bit more masculine. She's not as like soft and dainty and whatever. She's like one of the boys. She yeah, I remember her on that show and it was fantastic. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, she was a weird person. On that, it's yeah. great. Made me feel like I could be weird. And it's okay to she be weird. She didn't make me feel like I could be weird. Who made me feel like I could be weird? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I don't have any uh, influence that uh, made me say to myself, it's okay to smell your armpits in public. <laughs> uh, you're great. <laughs> I was, yeah. So you know the bacteria in your armpits make it smell yeah so sometimes i'll use antiseptic wipes like the alcohol prep has <laughs> Kill the from uh from the the first aid kit at my uh, job uh-huh. and my boss will come out and he'll ask me something but i'm like straight up <laughs> wiping it and yeah looking yeah. at looking at him right. while I'm wiping my armpit yeah and, and what does he say i've done it so much now it does not phase him anymore i mean he just looks at me and says Okay, well, shrugs and right. says, let me continue with what I need to talk to you about. <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, she's wiping her armpits again. Yep. That's hilarious. And it should be seen as normal. Yeah. Because why not? I think that's brilliant, first of all, because you don't have time to be like throwing water under your armpits at work when you start like sweating and you forgot your deodorant that morning. Like you should just be able to be like, swipe, 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 everything's Listen. fine. Let them dry. Everyone's got armpits. Yep. And it's, like, not a gross area of the body. I don't know why. People are just so skewed out about, like, like weird things about the body. It's so like, strange. it is because I'm holding my arms up a little bit just so that air can go through. <laughs> right ventilation. Now. You need ventilation. Exactly. They're always, like, closed and close to your arm. You should stop talking about how gross I am. Uh, no, I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. For letting you. me come to your home, your lovely home, Thank and you. talk it's, to you. piece of garbage. It's wonderful. Box. New York City home. This is true. Well, you... Yeah, I live in the woods. It's fine. <laughs> I would not like living in the woods. Oh, I love it. It's awesome. My doggie has a backyard. I was hoping to see your dog. Oh. But I know they yeah, I weren't going to bring it. I can't throw him in the car when I work. That's okay. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> um, final words, final thoughts. Say it. Do it. What? <laughs> no matter who you are, where you're from, what you do, what you've been through, keep an open mind. Listen to what people say around you. Don't quickly oppose, don't quickly argue, don't get defensive. Take a moment, think to yourself, why did they say what they say? Why do they do what they do? Put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Just take a moment. Be empathetic. A little empathy. Not just everyone a little has bit. That. <laughs> no, everyone has it. Everyone has empathy. They just don't know how to use it sometimes. Um, I love that. Thank you so much. I think that if people, what is it, listen to, listen to, listen, listen to, what's the, what's the saying? There are people who listen to speak and others who listen to hear what's being said to them. Like we need to have people who are listening to hear what's being said to them and understand what's being said to them. Yeah. 
there's listening and then there's there's hearing and then there's listening. Right. They should listen. Just listen.